And welcome back to another episode of Real Sports, a podcast about the BS, or, well, we try to keep it BS-free, but sometimes it leaks in. I'm your host, Joel, and today we're going over our final special episode, or at least the final in this special series, the Cap Breakdown. Ah, the AFC East is our final division, and it is actually a pretty entertaining one. Gotta admit, the people in this division... They know how to manage money. I got, I got to give them props, but let's jump right in. Let's start with the lowest because the lowest is actually pretty good. It's the Buffalo Bills. Now the Bills are a very good team, and they're now they're going to have to get creative on how to pay Josh Allen. That that's something they're going to have to get creative on. But they can cut Quentin Jefferson. They can cut a couple other players. Really get some more cap room. Get back in the black. Build through the draft, which is uh, something they seem to love doing. So I I do think that. The Buffalo Bills, they're in a quite a good spot, and this is the worst uh, cap-wise in the division. I think they're the best team in the division, but cap-wise, they uh, are the worst, and they're only about $1.82 million in the hole. That's pretty good, and so th- th- there's lots of ways they can build out of that. Uh, they'll be able to you know, pay Josh Allen, uh, save up for when that, ca- that actually hits the cap, so it, it's going to be something they're going to have to watch out for now. They're going to have to abandon a few contracts in the next couple years to make room for Josh Allen. But they, they for the next two years, they are rock solid. They can cut a couple players, like I mentioned, Quentin Jefferson, a couple others, get that cap space back, uh, be able to sign a free agent if they want, uh, maybe you know, maybe just not go in the black when they draft and sign. But uh, bottom, bottom line, Buffalo Bills, I got to give it to them. They, the Brandon Bean has done a great job. Uh, the, I mean, everyone, not just him. The whole staff, they've done a great job managing it. And, guys, that's the worst. That is the worst. Two million in the hole, and that is the worst. And it's, like, not even close. It's the worst. So, I mean, I this is gonna, this is a fun division. All right, let's go to the next one. The next one is the Dolphins. Now, the Dolphins, they, I don't know, they're, they're in an interesting spot because their defense is good. It is good. Now, they did play some really bad teams, so, you know. Uh, and not to mention they got lucky against the Raiders, but they are a good team. I'm not going to take that away from them. They are a good team. They're building up well. They're going to be a threat. But Tua, I got to admit, Tua, I don't think he's the guy. I think he has shown that he's a bit um, – I, I, he's just not the right guy. I mean, that's really all I'm trying to say. He's really just not the right guy, I don't think. Now, he might ball out next year, end up being better, and, hey, if that's the case, yeah. And I don't think they should draft someone this year. But, I mean, say they were able to get Deshaun Watson, yeah, trade him away. But in any case, they would have to pay him $17 million. Now, the Miami Dolphins, they have $27 million in cap. And they would have to pay to, uh, if they cut uh, if they cut him, they would have to pay, um, oh, like, they'd have to pay him $24 million, which is more. And if they trade him, they have to pay him $7 million more. So twenty million more, seven more. Uh, no, keep him. And plus, it's like it's his rookie year. You know, see if he can get better. See if he can build around him. But uh, we we saw when he didn't have Fitzpatrick to bail him out, he really struggled. So I I think that the Dolphins are going to be in a tough spot with that position. Not to mention the running back doesn't seem like they can pick a running back. They need to find one. But in any case, the rest of their contracts, other than that, uh, they're looking pretty good. Defense is looking nice and solid, a lot, lot good long-term contracts, um, you know, all that stuff. The wide receivers, now they need to get another wide receiver. But the thing is, 
They have $27 million in cap, so they can do that. They can get a wide receiver. Uh, they'll, they'll probably draft one. Maybe they'll get uh, Devontae Smith, uh, who was a teammate of Tua's. I, I have a feeling uh, they're going to try to get him. But they can get him. They can sign um, another guy, uh, maybe a running back. They can get a backup quarterback who can keep Tua honest. You know, so I, I think that it's going to be the, – the Dolphins, i got to admit, they're set up quite well. Chris Greer's done – Chris Chris Greer – and his staff have done a very good job keeping it together. They've done a very good job of managing the cap. And so they're, they're in a very advantageous spot. And not to mention they just went 10-6. and six. So kind of like the Bucks, who the Bucks are now Super Bowl champions. The Bucks Super Bowl champions, and they have lots of cap. They actually have more cap than the Dolphins do, $28 million. The Dolphins have 27. But the Miami Dolphins, 10-6, and six, and they'll be able to build on that. So uh, but the Dolphins, they, they got some room to grow there. Now, the New England Patriots, this last year they had no money at all because, you know, just the way contracts fell. But this year they're going to have $63 million in cap. 63. Now, I guarantee you, Stephon Gilmore's going to be gone, so that'll be $7 million they won't have to pay. Uh, Dante Hightower, he's probably going to keep playing. Um, there, there's a couple other guys who it looks like they might leave. So they're probably going to have close to $70 million to spend. And as we know with Bill Belichick, he does not leave any pennies. He spends all of it. He, they very rarely have lots of cap room because he, he wants to be going all in at all times. But he does it smartly. i got to give it to him. Mo mo most of the time he does it smartly. So I think that uh, New England is going to be a threat next year because they went 7-9 and nine with this terrible team. Imagine what Belichick can do now that he has probably about $70 million in cap. Ooh, ooh, man. Not to mention, he always gets people, he convinces them to take cuts and stuff. So I have a feeling, Bill Belichick, I have a feeling he's going to work some magic, and they're going to be a dangerous team next year. And so when the Bucks and the Patriots play next year, it might be um, uh, well, it might just be a pretty entertaining game. But we'll, we'll have to wait and see on that. But uh, bottom line, the, the now the Patriots and the Jets, the thing with them, the, uh, and the Dolphins, uh, even the Bills, honestly. They're right now, they haven't, all their free agents and stuff, they've just signed them, so they got multiple years left. Lots of young players who are on their rookie deals, so that's why uh, they don't have lots of contracts right now. So I, I think that's one of the things with this division. In a couple years, this might change, but with the Patriots and the Jets, the Jets were horrible last year. The Patriots weren't very good either. And so that's why they have lots of cap room. But the Patriots have a nice foundation to build on. The Jets, I mean, really the Jets, people bash on the roster all the time. And don't get me wrong, roster's not exactly good. But th they got lots of room to grow. They have lots of um, – they have uh, – well, not lots. They have a few building pieces they can do. I think they're going to get rid of Sam Darnold. And I think Sam Darnold and Jamison Crowder are going to be gone, uh, traded. Well, Jamison cut because they'll save $10 million. And uh, Sam Darnold, I think they'll trade him. But in either case, if you if they were to do that, that would add up to about $11 million. Well, uh, $10.5 We'll go that. Yeah, that's more accurate. So they have $67 million in cap right now. They have the most in their division. Not in the league, but in their division. Add another 10 to that. That's pretty good. I mean, get $10 more million. Urban Meyer will be able to uh, mash the roster the way he wants to. I'm very intrigued to see how Urban Meyer does because Urban Meyer, he – the thing with free agency, it's a lot like recruiting except you can actually show them the money you have 
and the fact that you're in a state with no uh, state income tax and you can, you know, yeah, there's some, uh, it's a great state of Florida. So you have some uh, some tools in your arsenal where you can um, manipulate them. And unlike college, you can actually openly say, hey, here's money, here's all this, 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 and that. So I, I do think that the Urban Meyer is going to make that team a bit better. It's going to be interesting, though. It's going to be an interesting experiment. But the, the Jets, they're going to have lots to build with. They're going to have lots of things they can mess with and, you know, sign new players uh, draft high, all that. So it, I think that the Jets are gonna in a very advantageous position. This division, the AFC East, is actually quite good because all the teams have seemingly good futures and are seem well. Maybe the Jets, it's still out because the Jets. We need to see how their coaching staff does. We need to see if the organization is willing to really build with them. So that's that's the question mark. But the Patriots, uh, the Bills, and the Dolphins all have pretty bright futures and they have lots of cap space well the bills are gonna have to get creative but again they're not they are in this position where they can easily get back into the black so this whole thing with them with this division this division has run their money very well they've managed it and i I just got nothing but good things to say about them not much to really even talk about just because teams are so young there's not a lot of cuts they can make i mentioned with the jets they can cut jameson crowder but other than other than that, there's nothing they can really do. Same thing with a few other teams. I mentioned what the Patriots can do. But really, the Bills are the only ones that have to get uh, a little more creative. But, again, they're still a very young team. they got lots of things they can do. So, all right, guys, that is it for this episode. This is our final uh, special episode in this series. We'll probably do other series, but in this series, this is our final one. Thank you, guys. All right, make sure to comment, like, and share. And tell your friends about us. You know, get us, get everyone involved. We we love everyone, and we want to expand the love of this podcast. We want uh, uh, just so many people to listen. We want to remind people how fun sports can be. So, all right, guys, remember, have a great day, and cut out the BS.